BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi there, Gabby here. This podcast is intended to educate, inspire, and support you on your personal journey towards inner peace. I'm not a psychologist or a medical doctor and do not offer any professional health or medical advice. If you are suffering from a psychological or medical condition, please seek help from a qualified health professional. If you are Australian and you are listening to Dear Gabby right now, a day before everyone else, you are the lucky ones. I'm coming to Australia for a full-blown tour. And I'm going to be talking about how to manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. I don't come to Australia often, so this is a major opportunity. I'm going to be leading full-day workshops where I guide you through my best manifesting methods. I'll be in Melbourne April 29th, Sydney April 30th, and Brisbane on May 2nd. So go to deargabby.com Australia to get tickets now and get ready because I am not coming back anytime soon. This is my moment. I'm coming to you. Please don't miss this. Bring your friends, bring your family, bring your husband, bring your husband's best friend. Just come. I'm going to be there in Australia coming soon. That's deargabby.com Australia. Hey there, welcome to Dear Gabby. I'm your host, Gabby Bernstein. And if you landed here, it is absolutely no accident. It means that you're ready to feel good and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Let's get started. Welcome back, my friends. Welcome back. I'm so excited about today's episode. And some of you might already know this about me, but if you don't, here you go. About 10 years ago, I started to connect to this female angelic presence through my meditation. And she revealed a name to me. She said that her name was Lily. And I could see her vividly in my mind's eyes. She was blonde and she had this beautiful porcelain skin and Her energy was so peaceful whenever it entered into my meditation. And about a week or so after my first encounter with Lily in my meditation, I had a coffee with my very close friend who's a medium, and her name is Rebecca Rosen. She came over to actually do a reading for me. And we tuned into spirit, and the first words out of her mouth were, there's someone here with you. She's quietly on your shoulder, ready to support you whenever you need her. She just gives you this really nice space and helps you with a lot of grace. Her name is Lily. 
boom. Oh my God. My jaw dropped to the floor. It was so wild. And Rebecca really in that moment validated to me that this guide was there and that I could really sense into this in my meditation and that it was indeed happening to me. And Rebecca is the absolute master at connecting to the other side. And on today's show, you're going to hear Rebecca talk all about angels and guides in the afterlife. She's just the best. And I know that you guys love these episodes when we talk about spirit guides and mediumship and psychic nature. And so get into it, get psyched. When I was first starting out on my spiritual path, I would have flipped out for an episode like this. So just get psyched. Enjoy the show. Major chills on the way. Rebecca Rosen in the house. Hi. Rebecca's in the house. I'm Rebecca's so excited house. to be here. I know, baby. I can't it's even so believe fun. that you're here. So you're here with me in New York. We're going to have dinner yep. tonight. This is our big night out, yep. our big mom's night out. <laughs> we're going to have a really nice time. And we're going to be joined by Marianne DeMarco, who is a who beloved, beloved friend. You but introduced also, us, yes. Like loved on this podcast. So Some great. of our most popular podcasts are with Marianne. And it's her energy, it's her vibe, but it's also the topic. And it's so exciting to have you come on the show, talk about mediumship, talk about your new book, but also dive deep because we've got some heady spiritual folks out there listening to Dear Gabby. I feel right at home. This yeah. is so refreshing. These are your people. Yeah. These, are your people. Yeah. These are my people. So I want to start with what does it mean to be a medium? Because some mm -hmm. folks talk about being a psychic. And some folks talk about being a medium. What's the difference? So the difference between a psychic and a medium is everybody's psychic, right? To some degree. And a medium, it's taking it one step further and you are relying on outside discarnate energies to feed you information, okay? okay. So psychic readings, you basically use your intuition to tune in to somebody's energy and you read the past, present, future. Mediumship is downloading spirit messages, whether it's from departed loved ones or pets or angels or guides. It's all the same. Mm. And so mediumship is a lot more involved. Mm -hmm. I do believe everybody can communicate with their loved ones, their team and spirit themselves mm -hmm. and for themselves. Yeah. But some of us have what I say, have a satellite and we are able to more easily do it for other people. So with that in mind, are you also giving psychic readings at the same yes. time? Yeah. Okay. It's, you know, all mediums are psychics. Okay. Not all psychics are mediums. Okay. That's the difference. Big time. Yeah. So what I like to do is rather than somebody coming to me for me to predict their future, I know you're in line with this. We are co-creators of our mm -hmm. future. The future is not set in stone. Mm -hmm. And this is all about, we do have soul contracts. This lends into the book I just wrote. Mm -hmm. But we have a loose blueprint of what we're here to do. But the future is really dependent on you being in alignment with that and choosing it every day. If you show up and go with the flow, your future will unfold the way it's destined to. But you have free will. And so it can change. So we have a loose blueprint. Yeah. So let me break this down. Before we're born, we choose the lessons that we need to come in and work on. And what I have heard is most souls have anywhere between two to five lessons they're actively working on in any one lifetime. Mm. Okay. So for those of us who are more ambitious, we probably chose five. But the point is these lessons give us opportunities to grow, to evolve. Mm. And that's where I always say, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you if you're struggling. Right. If you're going through a challenge or a trauma that you're trying to heal, 
It is imbalanced karma, either from other lifetimes that you need to come and heal, or I also talk about it's passed down intergenerational. Yeah. Right? 100%. So you have this loose blueprint and you come in and if you go with the flow and you're in alignment with your higher self's guidance, your team and spirit, life can be easy and fun, even though you're still doing the work. Mm -hmm. But for most of us, we have the ego. Right. And so we get stuck in ego and then it's pain and struggle and suffering. And so that's where I like to remind people. So the minute you recognize that, you have the power to change it. Right. You can recreate. You could also change it by even seeing it as a learning opportunity. Exactly. Seeing your life as a learning opportunity. Change the lens through which you see mm -hmm. it. You're not a victim. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You actually chose this, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? It's not happening to you. It's happening for you. Right. And there's a gift in it if you choose to see it through that lens. I remember that beautiful story Wayne Dyer shared in one of his books about how his soul chose to come back into this life to learn forgiveness and self-reliance. Mm -hmm. And I think it was self-reliance. I hope I'm mm -hmm. not misquoting him, but it was the whole story. So he was born into this yes. household and his father was an alcoholic and left the mother and all this stuff. And through that journey with his father, he learned forgiveness. And he also, through living in all these different foster homes, learned exactly. that self-reliance. Yeah. That's exactly it. And so when you can recognize the why behind your struggle, it takes you out of victim and it puts you into a really empowered place where you can then be the co-creator of what comes next. So you can renegotiate. If you don't like your soul contract and the way it's going, or your soul contract is fine. It's the choices you've been making in shadow, mm. right? That have mm -hmm. gotten you stuck or repeating patterns or in victim. So you can have your soul contract, but you could be making choices in shadow, right? So choices in fear, I suppose, yes. right? That are definitely probably keeping you from the growth. Exactly. And the life learning. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, sometimes we are our worst enemies. We get in our own way. Mm -hmm. And it's usually because we operate from our head and not our heart. And I always am told by spirit, our intuition, our guidance, our truth comes from our heart, mm -hmm. not our head. Mm -hmm. So our feelings are our guidance. But so many of us have gotten out of touch with our feelings. And so we're making choices from fear or shadow, not light and love. And so the key is how do you come back to your truth and really get in touch with why you're here? And for each person, that's different. When it comes to my health, there is absolutely no second guessing, no second guessing, especially when it comes to my gut health. You guys have heard me talk about this over and over again. I care for my gut like I care for my skin. I do not want to have any kind of gastro issues. I was played with it for years and it is not part of my plan moving forward. And that's why I take AG1 by Athletic Greens for better gut health. I can't stand taking a ton of pills. I really just can't. I just don't want to have to just like keep up with all of it. I want one hit wonder. I want to just put that AG1 into my daily smoothie or into a glass of orange juice or just a glass of water with ice. And it's enough to support my long-term gut health with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced ingredients. I take AG1 every single morning before making my coffee, and I have to tell you that it makes me feel awesome. And I also really know that taking AG1 is something that I'm doing for my body, but it's also covering 
all of my nutritional bases. It's just literally one scoop of powder mixed into water once a day. That's it. And I told you, it's really simple. AG1 is just so easy to fold into my daily routine, which makes it so awesome for me, as busy as I am. And it's also really a great bang for your buck. Each serving costs less than $3 a day. If you're looking for a simpler and cost-effective supplement routine, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Gabby. That's athleticgreens.com slash Gabby. Check it out. We've all got stress in our lives, people, including me. (laughs) I have a lot of stress in my life, even though... I am happy to say I have a lot of ways of nurturing it. There are those of us who don't have all the tools. Maybe you're not the self-help book author. Maybe you're new to Dear Gabby. Maybe just stress has got you in a headlock. And look, we need help. That's why I love, love, love to stay ahead of the stress. And that's why I love Next Evo Naturals. Next Evo Naturals is the most clinically studied CBD brand, and their smart sorb technology can totally set you on the right path with products like their Stress CBD Complex. And I've tried the Stress CBD Complex, and I absolutely love it because sometimes I need that extra support, particularly in really high-stress times. And I could totally feel the difference right away. Stress CBD Complex has both the fast-acting Smart Sorb CBD as well as patented whole plant ashwagandha. And let me tell you people, I love me some ashwagandha. And these products are clinically proven to reduce stress by 70% and increase concentration by 50%. Who wouldn't want that? Next Evo is absolutely the best. And it delivers four times better overall CBD absorption. And that's just not me saying that. That's actually been tested and proven multiple times over. Make CBD a part of reaching your full potential with Next Evo Naturals. Go to nextevo.com slash podcast and use promo code Gabby to get 20% off your first order of $40 or more. That's 20% off $40 or more at nextevo.com slash podcast with code Gabby. So how do I know, thinking right now, I'm like, okay, well, what is my soul contract? So I have witnessed in thousands of readings, there's about 30 different universal themes you're working on, anywhere from greed and scarcity consciousness to kindness and generosity and self-worth and self-love. There's a lot of them, but you can figure it out. And that is my book. My book, it's like a roadmap to help you get in touch with what is it? What are the patterns you keep recreating? Where are you stuck in your life, right? A constant loop. And you're like, why is this happening to me? Or why isn't this happening for me, Mm -hmm. right? It takes you out of victim when you step back and you can identify the struggle. And then you can figure out the feelings that go along with that. And then you can change it once you're clear. So I talk all about the I am. Yeah, first of all, this is so cool because people can actually take themselves out of victim from a perspective that's a spiritual perspective, not just from a therapeutic perspective, right? Yeah, stepping back and recognizing from a higher self or soul perspective, oh, so my issues with, you know, money issues, let's Mm -hmm. say, it's not really about money. It's about worth. It's mm-hmm. not financial worth. It's self-worth. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel worthy. Therefore, I always sabotage or I give all my money away. 
So when you can step back and say, oh, I signed up for this and I'm testing myself. And the lessons keep repeating themselves over and over until you figure it out. Right. Until you figure it out. So one of my life assignments, I think I just figured out, is to really live in authentic truth, to know authentic truth. That feels so right. Because I've been in the pursuit of it for a long time. You've integrated it. I've only integrated it like last week. <laughs> because, because, no, it wasn't last week. But No, but fully integrated it. In areas, it was there. It takes but in time. some big areas, it wasn't. So it's because you had the courage to be vulnerable and go deep and share in this last book that I just finished, which is brilliant and so much overlap to what yeah. I just wrote in this What's Your Heaven book. That spirit is talking through many of us right now because it's all about being authentically you. Right. And unapologetically you and imperfectly you. Right. That's a nice phrase and it's a nice truth that we know and it's a nice, beautiful, spiritual conversation in mm -hmm. rooms that we may host and be in your authentic truth, be in your authentic truth. But I think a lot of people walk around wanting that, yearning for that, but have no idea what that means. Yes. And that it really rings true for me. I think that for my lifetime, I have been in pursuit of releasing all of the pretenses of who I thought I was or should be to come back to me. Yes, yeah. you and I both. And wow, that's a big one because with most clients, the theme, and I dedicated a whole chapter to this in my book on worth, so many of us don't feel good enough or don't feel this enough, fun enough, smart enough, wealthy enough, successful, whatever it is. And the truth is we are enough for just being born. Mm. And it goes back to you are perfectly imperfect. And we don't need to pretend or wear masks, but we all do. Right. And so it's just really getting comfortable in your own skin and really leaning into what is my homework to do mm. in this earth school? Because yeah. we all have it. And I always say, be glad you have it because if you didn't, you wouldn't be here. Right, right, right. Now, let me ask you this. So if we learn these assignments, we master these assignments in this lifetime, do we not come back as a human again? So there's no one case fits all. So basically... If you are that enlightened, you may choose to stay in spirit and continue to grow and evolve on the other side. And a lot of times those more evolved souls choose incarnated soul group members to guide. So they become spirit guides. For specific people. Wow. Or they will choose to reincarnate to balance and heal their unfinished business or karma. And so for the case with me, my grandmother, babe, who died by suicide, okay, when I was 10 years old. Fast forward 10 years later, I'm 20. I'm struggling with depression and she comes to me. And that was my introduction to mediumship. I was in college studying advertising. My dead grandma comes knocking saying, hey, I want to help you. Because she, instead of reincarnating, decided from the other side to become my spirit guide. But she didn't just die and all of a sudden become all knowing. She had work to do to heal. And so she did her work. And then to balance and heal karma, she said, let me help you. And I was receptive because I was truly struggling. And it transformed my entire being over 18 months. That's the basis of my first book. Yeah. Mind, body, spirit, do the work. Yeah. And so I did it. And then she's like, oh, by the way, you're here to do this for other people. 
Right. You know, and so that's how that began. So that's an example of a soul who said, I have homework, you know, because when we pass away, we pick up where we left off. So that's why I like to remind so people. You pass, so a human passes away. They're in the spiritual realm. They pick up where they left off there. It, yes. So it, where you left off in life yes. with your to-do list of your lessons and the choices you made, yep. whether you die naturally or you take your life, you pick up where you left off. You have to be accountable and continue to do the work. In spirit or in the human form? Either. So in the spirit world, you do have yes, to do it through you, somebody else. Well, so it's kind of like, okay, so we're in earth school. And then let's say you fail to complete your karma and you have unfinished business. Yeah. You're going to go to summer school in okay. the spirit world. Okay. Versus on vacation. Okay. And nobody's meant to get it right. Nobody's meant to do this perfectly or get it all done. That's the whole point of reincarnation. Okay. But it's your intention to show up and do and be better each time. And nobody's keeping score except you. Mm. And so when we pass away, we do a life review. And in that life review, we are playing judge and jury. But we do it with the help of our council of elders or our spirit guides. Okay. And then we're taking inventory when you cross over, taking a life review, taking inventory, and deciding, do you want to reincarnate and come back and do it all over again and get it right this time? Or do you want to do your work in the spirit world? But it's always easier to come back and heal and balance the karma in the environment in which it was created. It's faster, it's easier, and that's why we would reincarnate. As I sit here recording this ad, I have next to me a glass of water, a cup of coffee, and of course, my perfect bar. <laughs> you guys know that I'm obsessed with this perfect bar because it literally is that. It's perfect. It's the perfect snack to have when I'm busting through the day, so busy recording, when I'm in the car driving to the city or when I'm on the go on an airplane. And Perfect Bar has this awesome lineup of these fresh from the fridge protein bars. And they're exactly what I've been looking for my entire life. 17 grams of whole food protein, people. In my 40s now, I need protein more than ever. And they're made also with freshly ground nut butter, organic honey, and 20 organic superfoods. They taste delicious. No chalky, weird flavor or aftertaste. They're just absolutely delicious. Dark chocolate chip peanut butter is my personal favorite. Coconut peanut butter. And my son loves some salted caramel. <laughs> they taste so good. And like I said, four-year-olds like them. Perfect Bar knows it will be love at first bite. So for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated protein bars for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store, and they'll reimburse you the cost of one bar directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. Pretty cool, right? All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com Gabby to get a free Perfect Bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash Gabby to get a free Perfect Bar today. Happy snacking. So what happens if you're in the body as a human and you become enlightened? So that is where you would either stay and continue. Like I look at Wayne Dyer. Yeah. He was enlightened. Yeah. And he was an, a master. He was a teacher. And he stayed on the planet for however many years 
to, as he was, a you know, this spiritual being having the human experience with all of us, but he did his work and he integrated, as we were just talking about, he walked his talk. Yeah. And then he became this amazing teacher and master for all of us until it was his time to transition. Right. So you can choose to stay for a period of time and do that, or you can... If you've mastered it and you feel complete, you can exit. And that's where an exit point or a death opportunity shows up. Do you think Wayne is staying in the spiritual realm? I have actually had dreams of him and I've read some of his family members. And he is definitely still in spirit, according to my connection with him. Whether or not he's going to reincarnate, I don't know. So what I heard from him (laughs) was that he's in spirit and he's working through those who want to speak on behalf of the light. Okay. That just gave me the chills because mm. that is what I texted you the other day. What did you when text I, me? I said to you, he came to me in a meditation yeah. along with my dad Yeah, and he's been coming. And that's why you and I picked back up yeah. after a few years Yeah, yeah. and they're using us yes. as amongst many yes. as messengers. That's correct. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, it was in my journaling to work with those who are going to speak on behalf of the light. Yeah. I love that. And I love that man. And I'm so honored. Yeah. So we're spirits having a human experience. Can you unpack that? Because I believe that. I know that. But I want to hear that from you. Yeah. So everything is energy, just vibrating at different speeds, whether you're in a physically focused in a body or you're in spirit, right? Energy doesn't die. It just changes form. So here we are. We have this amazing gift of being alive and our soul or our spirit is here in our body and we're all part of the divine. Mm -hmm. That is the I am presence in us, right? And so we are here to actualize that higher self or that I am presence in everything we do. Okay. And we also have an ego. And so an ego is, it's not entirely bad. We need an ego to have that confidence and that identity, but we don't want to be run by our egos yep. because the ego oftentimes gets, again, influenced by fear. And so that's where we end up making choices in the frequency of shadow and fear. Okay. And so our goal is to become one with that I am presence and show up and make choices each and every day in that frequency of light. Mm-hmm. And again, that doesn't mean being perfect. Nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. But it's with the intention of learning and growing and evolving. And one of the reasons we're here is not only to learn our lessons, but we're here to teach others. It's pay it forward. Right, right. And I write a whole chapter in my book on this. One yeah. of the important lessons is I am here to learn from others and I am here to teach others. Exactly. Now, some of us that are listening to this show or reading your books or on a path of personal growth or a spiritual development or a yogic path has a, even a mustard seed of a desire to learn and serve. Mm -hmm. I think I know the answer to this, but there's people out there that just are like totally not on that path. Oh, for sure. There's all different of the world and no judgment. Everyone's at where they're at. What is the deal with that souls? journey. Usually these are beginner souls. These are souls who are in service to self, not in service to others Mm. or in service to source. Mm. And so the Wayne Dyers of the world, the more evolved souls, the Mother Teresa's are here truly humbly to serve others. How may I serve? And to balance out. Balance out. The chaos. Exactly. 
And we're in a lot of chaos right now, right? So there's a lot of chaos and it's real easy for well-intentioned, you know, more advanced souls to get caught up in that if okay. you're not using your tools. Okay. This is where it's imperative every day to find a practice that works for you to use your spiritual tools to come back to that I am presence to remember we're all connected. Mm-hmm. We're all one. Right. And to get out of ego and to come back into that kind of unity consciousness. And not only how may I serve myself to do my work, be accountable, be a good human, make good choices, but then how may I use that to better the world, to serve others? And that's what we're seeing more and more of these light workers waking up and becoming more conscious. And I really noticed, I'm sure you did too, during COVID, it was like a universal timeout. And we yeah. all, yeah. We all had the opportunity to step back and reevaluate our lives. Yep. And what really matters at the end of the day, and I had, I was marathon reading. I had like 40 readings a week for two years straight. Oh, I can't even imagine how busy you would have been. I was so busy and I was so grateful. Yeah. It got me out of my house, focused on the light, helping others in a really interesting time. Just so my listeners know, when you say a reading, you were giving these mediumship readings. I was doing mediumship readings remotely over the phone. Um, you know, I've been doing them for 20, dead people. 24 years now. Yeah. yeah. Talking to the dead and loving every minute. Because yeah. when I get to do my work, it- Oh, you this, are so into it. Well, I love it so much. And it, it lights me up because I'm funneling yeah. this amazing energy yeah. through me and I leave feeling better. I love what I do. And so anyways, client after client coming to me like in the struggle, like Rebecca, I am so frustrated. I'm so stuck. And why, why, why is this happening to me? And spirit after spirit would come through and say, why is it happening to you? Because you chose it. Yeah. There's a lesson in this. So ask yourself, what is this here to teach me? And how do I do the work to transcend this? There's a gift under the messiness. Mm -hmm. And it's there for a reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's what I'm really excited to help people identify that. Because it takes them out of victim, puts them back in the driver's seat of their life. Right. And then recognizing, okay, I'm not alone. I have a team of energetic, you know, support here of my guides and departed loved ones and angels. So how would you define the guides, the angels, the loved ones? I want to hear the Rebecca Rosen explanation of guides and angels. Yeah, I actually put this in a chapter in my new book because it's so people are curious and people need to understand. So there's a hierarchy of what I call team spirit. And at the top, you have the archangels most powerful universal beings of light. And I'm sure many of your audience have heard of Archangel Michael and Gabriel and Raphael and Uriel. There's all sorts of archangels, okay? And they have different attributes from areas of expertise. You can call on them. Then you have ascended masters. Mm. And some people really identify with Mother Mary or Jesus or Buddha or Kuan Yin. Would Wayne be an ascended master? Very likely, yes. Yep, he is right up there with the Mother Teresa's. And Louise Hay. yes. All of these great masters that walk the planet that are now in spirit continuing to help us. Just like you and I have tuned into Wayne, there's others that we can dial into. And so in the spirit world, there's no limitations. Mm -hmm. There's no time or space. So they can be with many people at once. That's right. And so you have that level of ascended masters. And then you have your own personal team of guides. You have senior level guides. You have junior level So think about like the school analogy. You have your teachers and then you have the student teachers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you have the principals of the school. And that would be like your guardian angel. Okay. Okay. So some guides are with you every single moment, every single day. 
Others, like the principal, your guardian angel, is quietly in the background, only touches base if you're in a life-threatening situation or you're in desperate need of some guidance. Okay, so there's different levels. And I do break this down in What's Your Heaven if you're I'm going to go interested. through this because I want to know who's with me all the time. Like, who's my day-to-day homeboy? And so you you typically have one, I want to call her Lulu. Lily. Lily, double L name. So crazy because this is a good story. So at one point I was channeling for my husband years ago. And you know this story, but I was channeling for Zach and I started channeling this angel essence mm-hmm. guide, Lily, and letting this energy come through words that were not my own. Days later, you come over, you give me my first reading with you and you say, who's Lily right away? And it was such a moment of, wow, like it was, yeah. I needed to know that I channeled her first. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what I get to do. I am here to read the energy that you're pulling in. And I'm here to validate you so that you have greater faith and trust in yourself and your connection. Why did I think that Lily was Zach's guide? Because your dominant guide is intricately and intimately involved in your soulmate relationships. Oh, okay. There we go. And so she is not his guide I'm getting, but so in tune with you. Of course, she's going to be so in tune with Mm. the person closest to you. Okay. And so it can get very blurry and confusing. And that's why even I go get readings because sometimes it's hard to be objective when you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. I think I need to talk to her more because she shows up at all of my readings and, Mm -hmm. and I kind of just like expect that she's there, but maybe that's a deeper relationship I can establish. Well, she is there. And so it's almost like she's quietly on your shoulder, letting you be you and make your own choices. So a really good guide steps back and doesn't interfere and gives you space and grace to make your own choices, even if they don't agree. You can also know guides are with you if you feel like a masculine or feminine presence. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do feel a lot of masculine presence around me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that, I feel like that's a different guide. And so we can have, just like if you're in high school, you have multiple teachers for different subject matters. You can have multiple guides at any one time. Mm -hmm. And they come and go based on the assignment back Mm -hmm. to that sole lesson you're learning. Right. And so I don't know why I just want to say this. Does Zach have a guy named Max? Max is a guide. Okay. So I heard that earlier and I'm getting to tell you that to tell him to tune in and have him ask Max, who are you? Why are you here? What are you working with me on? Max. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Love it. We can go into that more another time. But Zach's reading. Yes. Yes. (laughs) On Dear Gabby. I'll have him check in with Max. Yes. Great. So anyways, we have all these guides and then we have departed loved ones who can be either trained as guides like my grandma babe was or cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. So like, for instance, my dad, he's my biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily my guiding me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they show up to comfort you or to validate you, support you. In the delivery room, my grandmother was everywhere. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Giving you the strength. That's right. And love that you yeah. needed. Yep, totally. And so we're not alone. Right. Right? And so once you suspend disbelief long enough to open to the idea and say, I'm open, show me, put them to the test. Say, spirit, I want to believe. Show me a sign. Give me a breadcrumb. And then magical things start happening when you are open. 
And I always tell people, don't go look for it. Don't force it. Let it be organic. I like what you just said. When you suspend disbelief long enough, that's when you meditate, the more you align in whatever way you do. It's get out of your head, get into your heart. That's right. Make space for the stillness. That's why some people, I think, can channel when they're running or exercising. You know, it's like they get these messages. Moving meditation, it's the best way. Yeah. And so we all have the capacity. It's just some of us have more static in the line. Mm. And so what I have found since I started cleaning up my diet and, you know, really getting back to yoga, using my tools, my readings are so much clearer. Ah, cool. It's not that I couldn't do it. It's just they were dimmer and harder. Yeah. It's effortless now. It is. Yeah. But it takes constant, like, I have to be conscientious. And it's about balance. I don't live in any extreme. Right. But you really do need to walk your talk. Like, I, I know there's times I slack and I'm not meditating. And I'm like, okay, it showed in my work today. Mm-hmm. Well, you're an instrument. And so you have to tune the instrument. Exactly. And you have to practice. Yeah. You do. Yeah, yeah. Now, if somebody wants to get to know their primary guide, mm-hmm. what might they do? The simplest and easiest thing is to close your eyes, go within and say a prayer or write it out, talk it out, whatever feels right. But please reveal yourself to me. I'm Mm. open. Yeah. Okay. Show me who you are. Tell me why you're here. Whatever it is to just open that door again, suspending disbelief, opening your mind to the possibility this is real and that they are there and then letting go. So whether you're about to go to sleep and say, I invite you into my dreams, that's a great way because your mind is quieted and it's easier. You're not resisting. I've had some crazy ass dreams lately, Rebecca. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Dreams and then waking up and then them being revealed to somebody else and someone else saying, you're in my mind. You know, it's, it's amazing. So there's something going on on the planet. Yeah where we're moving from the 3D frequencies to 5D. Oh, shoot. So what that means is the veil is lifting. It's getting thinner and thinner between heaven and earth. And so 4D is the astral plane. That's where we go when we dream. 5D is is heaven. It's the other side. But we can, and this is my book, you can bring heaven to earth now. Okay. If you operate in the higher frequencies and feelings of 5D. So feelings of 5D, joy. Joy, connection. It's neutrality and above. So David Hawkins, yes. power versus force. Yep. Wayne Dyer, that's how I learned about David Hawkins. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I include his scale of consciousness in my book. So 5D feelings are oneness, connection, peace, joy, freedom, relief, ease, grace, all of that. Mm-hmm. 3D feelings are pretty obvious. They're all fear-based. Yeah. It's competition, lack, scarcity, doubt, fear, all of all of that, anxiety. We're all human. You're going to be at different places on that scale depending on the day. I have days I wake up in anxiety, but then I'm like, time out. I've got to shift. And I set the intention to shift to 5D, okay, or heavenly feelings. And so I'll meditate. And when I meditate, at least I go up a few notches to get neutral. Yeah. Neutrality is really where we want to be, that or above. And it's going to vary day by day. So what's neutral? So getting neutral is getting out of judgment. It's getting to that place where you're not judging yourself or others. You're not in competition energy or any of the doubt or scarcity. You're really just even, just kind of an even, kind of like you could go either way, just kind of indifferent. Okay. And so when we get there, you know, it's a place where you have something to work with because then you can get a neutral read 
whether I'm reading somebody else or myself, because I'm not attached to the outcome. Yes. I need to incorporate more neutral in certain areas. It's, yeah. it's hard, man. I mean, that's part of this human experience. It mm. is so easy, myself included, getting caught up in the doubt and the anxiety and the fear on the planet. Right now, it's real. From a psychic perspective, medium perspective, psychic medium perspective, what would you say, what the f- is happening right now, Rebecca? I know. What's happening is, is that <laughs> everyone's over the BS. Okay. Right? COVID was like a timeout and then you can't go backwards. You cannot do what just happened. Right. And it was, again, a universal timeout that forced us to stay, take a step back and reevaluate personally and just universally what is going on and how am I contributing to all of this? Okay. It's about accountability and we're only in control of our own choices. Now, do you think that with all the chaos that's happening in the world that there's more people waking up to balance it out? Yes. Okay. So it's an opportunity to either wake up or check out. Yep. So when we go to the spiritual realm, we still have that ego. We still have the fragmented parts of the frightened personality. Wow. Okay. And so our body dies, our mind dies, but our consciousness is what lives on. And that consciousness, if you've done your work, you're going to evolve and graduate to different levels. But if you haven't, you again, you pick up where you left off. Mm. And so wherever you're at, you land. Mm. And so then you have to work on healing the fragmentation and the disconnection. In a spiritual realm? Yes. So How do you do that? It's like going to summer school in spirit form. Wow. Instead of graduating from your life and then taking a summer vacation. Are you with other spirits, having experiences? Yes. So, so we what have- What the hell is going I on know. over there? It, this could take a whole okay. 10 days to unpack, but yeah. we have soul families or soul groups. Okay, so you have your people. It's Zach and it's maybe your child. and oh, maybe Oliver, for sure. Maybe it's your favorite aunt. And there are yeah. certain people that are part of your primary soul group that you keep reincarnating with over and over. Okay. So when you cross over, you're going to your home, your primary soul group. But then we have secondary and tertiary groups where that could be a thousand different people that we come into contact with maybe once or twice in a lifetime, maybe not every lifetime. But you're going to go back to your core pod of people. And then in that classroom, that's where you regroup and you sit with them and say, okay, our soul family or our soul group's lesson was worth. And we take inventory. Did we personally and did we collectively as a group learn that lesson of worth? Okay. And then we have individual counseling with our guides on doing the life review. So in this book, I have the do the life review before you die and have to do your life review. Wow. It's a list of 20 questions that you can go through, whether it's with yourself or with others on taking an inventory. Like what's the one regret I have? Or who do I wish would apologize to me? Or it's just a laundry list of really forcing you to review your life and see where you have work left to be done and where you've succeeded and accomplished. What do you want the reader to get most out of this book? I want the reader to be able to identify their biggest struggle, recognizing their top you know, handful of soul lessons or assignments, and then lean into it. It's like you got to feel it to heal it. Mm. Lean into it, whatever it is. It's going to be uncomfortable and messy, but it's okay and nobody's judging you. Mm. It's all about doing the work mm. and embracing it. Okay. And then figuring out what tools will work for them 
to start to raise their consciousness mm. and live an awakened life and move those feelings up that scale of consciousness so mm. that you can live with more grace, ease, and joy and less pain and struggle. Mm. Because life is meant to be enjoyed. Mm. And so what spirit is always saying is, heaven is here, right here, right now. It's a state of being if you choose it. Mm -hmm. And we choose it through our feelings, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I hope people walk away feeling just a little bit better, more hopeful, and remembering that they're not alone. Mm. I know I've heard you speak to this. We know we have a higher consciousness. We have a team and spirit available to comfort us, hold our hands, support us to do this work. We can live in this world, but think with the thoughts of heaven. Exactly. Rebecca Rosen. I love it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to miracles. I'm really proud of you. If you want to get more Gabby, tune in every Monday for a new episode. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the guidance or special bonus episodes. Your experience of this show means a lot to me. So I really want to welcome you to leave an honest review. And you can follow me on social media at Gabby Bernstein. And if you want to get in on the action, sign up for a chance to be Dear Gabby live at DearGabby.com. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.